What's up, peeps? I'm back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of the AEW Insider. And as also, as always, we got a heck of a show. We got some AEW news, some WWE news, some NWA news, plus some random wrestling and sporting news. So since this is the AEW Insider, we will start with AEW but remember, stick around to the end of the episode to win a Fiend action figure. We are giving one away once we hit 300 subs on YouTube, and I think we're less than 25 people away from doing that. So make sure you go to YouTube and share the heck out of everything, AEW Insider. We'll get back to that in a minute, though. Let's start off with AEW. Now, we know that AEW has worked with a little bit with different promotions. Well, during a recent interview with App.com, the question came up of AEW doing a full joint show with another promotion. They asked Cody Rhodes about it. Remember, WWE did it definitely once. I believe it was twice with ECW. It was called One Night Only. So that's what they're saying, a full-fledged, all-out, you know, joint show, just not some people on your show. This is what Cody had to say about it. He said, I think you'll never see a full scale like a joint promoted show. We have too much pride in our individual brand, but in terms of relationships, we're never closing the doors and we're never gonna pull up the bridges. I laugh when I heard people talking about working relationship with New Japan because clearly it already exists. John Moxley has been on New Japan. Chris Jericho has been on New Japan. It already exists, the working relationship. The NWA's Billy Corgan and Tony uh, Khan are in contact. Thunder Roses in her prime, is a prime example of that. I love seeing Tanahashi on TV last week. He's somebody I really want to get in a ring with one time as far as singles, and I never got the opportunity to. And who knows, that might be something that can happen in the future, but our doors are always open and our bridges are always down. And even though it won't be a great show, hey, man, if some stars can appear, that would be awesome. Hearing that Billy Corgan and Tony Khan are in contact, Nick fucking Aldis can show up and face Cody again, Tanahashi in New Japan, and he's right. Their wrestlers go over to New Japan all the time. So definitely when this clears up, expect to see some of them pop up. That's pretty exciting. I love when that happens. AEW champion John Moxley spoke with Realtalker.com and they asked him where he would like to retire and where I see me and when he's gonna retire. Mox said, Yeah, it's definitely AEW. I've become great friends with Tony Khan, who is a great dude and the most successful promoter outside of Vince McMahon in however many years. We've been able to create something as a team and to get through the challenge of this pandemic. And we'll stay alive as a promotion. I'm incredibly proud of everybody in AEW. And I would like to wrestle until I'm in my 50s. Hopefully. Whatever that means. I don't know. Eddie Kingston did an interview with Daily DDT. He talked about getting signed to AEW after such a long journey. And if AEW is going to be his last stop before retirement. Kingston said, that was a very humbling and it was surprising. I didn't think that many fans cared, to be honest. It blew me away. I said this in other interviews, too. I'm getting hit up and they're telling me, oh, you're trending. And I think it's a joke, but I really didn't know. I go, oh, so I'm trending. Does that mean I get extra money? Do they send me a check? Does Twitter send me a check for trending? I don't know. 
I don't get that kind of stuff. You could call me a boomer, I guess. I don't even know what that is. But to me, I but to me, I didn't know. God was in humbling to the point where I think it was two weeks after everything and I officially signed. I was in Montana with my girlfriend taking a vacation and I just broke down crying. She was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. It just kind of hit me now that people actually do care and now I do have a contract. It just hit me that I'm on national television and I finally have a contract with a big company. And I just remember wiping my tears away and looking at her and I just, I just told her, I'm going to love you. But now the real work begins. And she's a BJJ black belt. So she was just like, yep, let's get the work. And I was just like, oh, I guess I do have to get the work. And that was it. And if he plans on AEW being his last stop, Kingston said, AEW is my last stop. I'm not going anywhere else. I'm 30 years old and I've been doing this actually, excuse me, I'm 38 years old and been doing this actually is today, October 12th. Yeah, I've been thinking I've been doing this 19 years today. I'm not going anywhere else, man. It's sink or swim with this company. I'm not going to sink. I'll say that much. I won't sink. I won't let the company sink. Everyone could say you're being a company man, you're selling out and this and that. Hey, bro, like I said, I was broke. I was broke during the pandemic. I paid off all my bills I could with the money I made in the United Kingdom before I came home. And after that, I was sitting home broke. I'm, I'm hungry. He said, I'm not going to let anything stop me or AEW, put, or, excuse me, I'm not going to let anything stop me or AEW or anybody put me in that situation where I'm sitting in a house going, I may have to sell this and I'm not going to put myself in that situation again. He rambled on his words a little bit, but I read it, uh, excuse me, per, uh, per Batum. But anyway, that's awesome for Eddie Kingston. I literally been watching him for years in independent promotions, and he's always been good in the ring, and he's amazing on the mic. And that's definitely what it takes in the world of wrestling to be entertaining and also fuck a watch call, be able to do some moves. But, I mean, if you got a good gimmick and you can get over, that's really all you need. So I'm real, real happy for him, and it's awesome he got a contract, and he's been doing it a long time, way before I even knew, and I knew him for a while, knew his career. All right, peace. I'm rambling on. We got to take a break real quick. When I get back, we got some WWE news. There's rumors of an old WWE diva returning or woman wrestler. Uh, I got some stuff about Roman Reigns. A WWE star got married, and we got a whole bunch more. So make sure you tune back in. All right, Pete's, we're back. Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1, as in the number one. And remember to stick around to the end of the episode to find out how you can win a WWE Elite Fiend action figure. Let's get to WWE. Now, there are rumors that one of my two future wifeys will be returning to WWE, and it is none other than Eva Marie. I hope she does. That chick, the whole time she's been off, even before, she trains hard, she looks amazing, and she deserves redemption. She could bring a lot of heel heat to the women's division. Carmella and Eva on TV once or twice a week. My head might explode, Pete, but I'm super happy about that. That chick's a super athlete, honestly. If you follow her, besides wrestling, what she's been doing and what she was with before with her husband and shit, that chick's in tip-top shape and she's a worker. If she gets trained properly, which she's been doing for quite a while now, she's going to be awesome. Now, during an appearance on ESPN's first take, 
Roman Reigns was asked about the importance of a potentially facing his cousin, The Rock. The Rock recently expressed interest into a possible match if he ever returned into in-ring action after retiring. Roman said, it would be amazing to have someone on his level to be put the spotlight on our current generation and do it within our WWE product. It would just be amazing. And sharing a ring with him would be incredible. I'm really enjoying what I'm doing right now with my cousin Jey Uso. To be able to tell our story of our family, the lineage, and the history of where we come from, it's pretty cool. To continue it and take the legacy forward is what I'm trying to do. And I definitely am. I want to see that too, man. The Rock and fucking Roman at WrestleMania would be the ultimate. And of course, if The Rock is a good dude and he passes the torch since he's out in Hollywood and Roman's going to be carrying it for a while, that shit would be epic, yo. And I am a fan of Roman's work too. You listen to these shows, you know me for years. I can't fucking stand Roman Reigns after the shield broke up. When he's a, a baby face, it's the worst. This heel shit and these promos and the things he's saying, it's fucking the best he's done ever. It's awesome. Now, WWE and Constellation Brands Beer Division announced today a new multi-platform partnership that names Constellation's Victoria Beer the official beer of SummerSlam, one of the WWE's most anticipated events of the year. In addition to Victoria's official sponsorship of SummerSlam 2021, uh, two other Constellation beer brands, Corona and Modella, will also invest in a partnership with WWE, including multimedia elements encompassing various WWE events and touch points. That's awesome. That's some fucking good beer. That's big time. And SummerSlam is the best. We've been to the four that were in Brooklyn, and my daughter every year misses it, man. She wishes it was in Brooklyn permanently, and I got to pretty much say so do I. It would be a pain in the ass and all that when you're down there, but what a fucking experience it is. We went to all the takeovers, the SummerSlams. It's a good time, peeps. WWE legend uh, was on Busted Open Radio, and it was Christian from Edge and Christian. Uh, they discussed a lot of topics, including Retribution and Randy Orton. So here's what uh, Christian had to say about Randy, uh, excuse me, Retribution. He said, I know there was a lot of talk about the Retribution thing, but I really liked Ali being put in the forefront there. I like to see where that goes. I think he has a lot of untapped potential. We really haven't had a chance to see the layers of his personality. I think there's a lot there. I'm interested to see how that unfolds and how he builds on it now that he has the opportunity. Everybody works for that opportunity, and he's got it now. I'm hoping he can hit it out of the park on this. I have to agree with him. So do I, because that dude's fucking amazing in the ring. If he can push his character up by being ahead of this group and really turn it up, that dude's going to go far like he was supposed to before he got injured. And what Christian thinks about Randy Orton. He said, I think Randy, for as long as he's been in the business, when I was working with him for the world title in 2011, I remember watching a monitor in the back, and I can't remember who he was wrestling. I was standing there with John Cena, and I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I said, the scary thing is, he doesn't even know how good he is. Cena goes, he has no clue. And that's the thing about Randy. He's so naturally gifted at what he does to see him take it to a different level with his promos, his demeanor, and his performances in the ring. It's just unbelievable.
All right, peeps, we got to take a break and we'll leave you a little bit of a cliffhanger. We got big, big news. It only came out a couple hours ago. You guys probably heard about it. If not, we got a big, big WWE star had got married. They got married in secret this Monday. So when we get back, I'll tell you who that is. Like I said, we got some NWA news and we do got some random news. So make sure you tune back in. All right, Pete, we're back. Let's finish up the show. Remember, stick around to the end of the episode to find out how you can win the Elite Fiend action figure. Now, back to WWE. Like I said, a big star got married in secret this week, and it is none other than John Cena. Mr. I won't get married again. I don't want to have kids. He did get married to his longtime girlfriend. Well, she obviously she was his fiance. Her name is Shay. It did happen on Monday, October the 12th, and they were married in Tampa, Florida. So congratulations, peeps. We're happy for you. On to NWA. NWA champion Nick Aldis discussed some details about the contract that AEW had did offer him in the past. Aldis says... At the time, Tony Khan did not make that an option, to be able to work in AEW and NWA at the same time. I did ask, though. That was the first thing I asked when he wanted the exclusive. It was a long time ago. It was January of 2019 that Tony set up the call. And look, I appreciated it. It's nice to be desired, right? And we had a long conversation, but he trusted me because he told me that they had a deal on TNT. And it was starting in the fall. All these things that ended up happening, and then he's like, he trusted me. And I respected that, the professionalism. And telling me these things, and look. It's keeping it 100. If the money had been had been right, I would have had to go. You know what I mean? I would have had to been like, look, it's great to have passion. It's great to believe in what you're doing. But ultimately, if the money was good, to, too good to be true, uh, I would have went. It was a fine offer, but not enough. It was the same as what I was making. Billy Corgan bumped my money up. He bumped my money up a couple times. See, that's pretty awesome. Now, on to some random wrestling and sporting news. Independent Wrestling TV has a new show starting. It's called The Masked Wrestler, where seven of the world's top wrestlers compete in a single elimination tournament to become the independent wrestling champion. If you get eliminated, you have to reveal your identity. So it's the same fucking thing as that show to Mass Singer when you don't know who the person is. When they lose, they have to take the mask off. It looks very cool. They're all dressed in complete black with masks that cover their faces completely. In reality, though, who could really be under those masks? Some big name companies, a.k.a. WWE, would never allow their stars to be on that. So let's pray Impact, maybe even AEW or New Japan, let some of their stars wrestle in it. If I, if not, I don't know how good it's going to be, but they're saying they're top pro wrestlers. Who knows? But it premieres this month on IWTV, and definitely check it out. I know I will. And finally, Ohio Valley Wrestling has announced that they are partnering with Anthem Sports and Entertainment, the ownership company for Impact Wrestling. The partnership will result in OVW airing their show Overdrive on Anthem's Game Plus Network starting October 18th. So that's pretty cool. All right, Pete's. Remember, if you want to win a WWE Elite Fiend action figure, you could do it one or two ways. You could either go to our Facebook group or under the AEW Insider and simply just join it. 
If not, you can also go to our YouTube. That's also under the AEW Insider. You have to be a subscriber, so do that first and foremost. Besides that, like, share, and comment on any video, and boom, you do either of those two things. We will be doing a drawing for the Fiend figure once we hit 300 subs. And like I said, we're already over 270, so it'll be any time. So make sure you get in while you can. Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1 as in the number one. Remember, if you don't see me here, peeps, definitely check out YouTube. And besides that, go to our Facebook, AEW Insider, and go to our Twitter, AEW Insider 1, because literally, I'm posting all the current new wrestling stories all the time. And usually, if I post them, I don't report them on the show. So it's definitely news that you're missing out on. So check it out. Anyway, I'm as always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for tuning in to the AEW Insider. I'll talk to you peeps soon. Ciao.